I don't know if I should if I say it. I think you got though, it, you know bro. What I mean? <laughs> okay. Hey, what's up, y'all? It's Monday. It's morning. <sighs> it's Macab. Guys, guys. Oh my god, guys. Guess what? It's that day of the week again. Everyone's fav- everyone always says my favorite day of the week is Mondays. Yeah, except Garfield. And I just can't get enough of them. Yeah, Garfield hates Mondays. But fuck him. He's a cat. Like um, but canonically he, he uh he actually voted again. <laughs> Never mind. Uh so Scones, you've had a wild week. Tell everyone about it. I've had maybe the wildest week. So um You it went was to nice Canopy Lake Park. Yes. I went to water country, water Tree, country, water country, water country, have some fun, have some fun. Dun, dun, bow, dun. Bow, bow. I'm saying that was a commercial that lives in my brain. Like I've seen that commercial so many times from like 2004 to like 2012. Yeah. People in New England will know what that is and no one else or at least in like northern New England. Yeah, I think because I've. I've my where was water country i don't don't think i ever went it was in new hampshire but my lady friend from connecticut Um, didn't see those commercials so it's like there was a there was a cutoff what do you she's like there was an entire country up there that we don't know about yeah the hidden water country yeah it's almost like what we uh our our little uh topic (laughs) oh yeah it's like the uh like gilgafoils or whatever our mount shasta is water water country country. in new hampshire (laughs) yep um that's correct. This is a part part twosy. Part deux. A part deux of the Mount Shasta Poulain. Ooh, pardon our part deux. Sheesh. Um, so I hope everybody did your <laughs> I hope homework. everyone just sits down and shuts up. I, I hope everyone did their assigned reading. Um, I hope you guys have done your homework. We're going to do t- popcorn reading, and we're yeah, reading Huck if you guys, Finn. If you guys get the ball, <laughs> then you got to... Did you have a special, you know, obviously you know about the ball, right? But did you have yeah. a, a teacher that was like, instead of a ball, we're going to use the magic fish or something like that? No, we just did straight up on our system popcorn reading where you got to choose the next okay. person after you read a page. But it got very awkward when, again, you get to Huck Finn and the N-words all over that book. And it's like, yeah, and nobody and said like, it. But like the first kid had to like make that judgment for himself. <laughs> yeah, had to and be again, like, I'm from Massachusetts, like a very all white town. Like uh-huh. so, <laughs> someone was like, "Yo, pass me the rock." Oh no! <laughs> I oh, made a no. mistake. The rock. <laughs> <laughs> the rock. Wait, no. As it's in midair, coming towards your face. Yeah, that person. Like, oh dude, that's, no, his name's just Joe. It's literally the most <laughs> intense game of hot potato I've played in my entire life. Ah, the American educational system. Gotta love it. Live and left, who love does it. the popcorn reading help? Is it to get kids to pay attention? You you say popcorn in a very peculiar way. Popcorn. Pop, you, pop, say popcorn. Pop, you say popcorn like it's a small dog's corn. Popcorn. Just some popcorn. You say popcorn. This, some is, popcorn, this is fascinating. This is what we're going to talk about today. Is You gotta get some butter. <laughs> Put it. Just absolutely smother your just popcorn. Slather in it. I actually lick some each salt. piece. Also got to slather it. That thing's got to be at least like 2,000 calories going down your gullet. Speaking of popcorn, do you know what your worst movie theater uh, experience was? Because I know what mine is. And I'm Ooh. curious to see if you have one. Because I have a very distinct memory. And it made me very upset. 
for about two hours. <laughs> but I want to hear if you happen to have one before I go on my tirade. I'm wondering if we have the same one. We do. There is no way. <laughs> okay, okay. So yours was not in college. Does yours involve Jackie Chan? <laughs> <laughs> no, that sounds sick, though. I was at uh, the movie The Witch... Ah. And everyone, the theater was full, and people just started talking and taking phone calls during it in that West sucks. Springfield, and that was Ooh, awful. Ooh, that's not great. And no. then um, <laughs> uh, Revenge of the Fallen was awful, that movie. And then just anytime I get like a group of teenagers trying to like yeah. really make a girl laugh like behind That's yeah, always tough. It's like, ugh. Like, yeah. I get what you're trying to do. I would have been there. <laughs> We've been there. We know. But it sucks, dude. Yeah. It's so loud, and I can't I, hear what's going it's, on. And we it's do get like to have the adult a perspective A serious now. movie. Yeah, and be like, could you please keep it down? Just go to the back and quietly like do your weird stuff. Like, don't. Yeah. Why like are you the, up in the, the good seats? I was uh, probably 11 years old. And I went with Brian Lee to see Rush Hour 2. Ah, that's a great movie. <laughs> uh, and that's where Jackie Chan comes in. Um, but the guy sitting next to me brought, like, a full, like, couple of cheeseburgers. Like, a full <laughs> meal of cheeseburgers. <laughs> is this in the old theater, too, that yeah. we used to go to? No, oh, this man. was not in that one. Oh, not okay. in that one. This was in the theater in uh, where is that? Not Emerald uh, Square. Patriots maybe? Place. Pa- no, no, no. This was before Patriots Place existed. Oh, uh, uh, like the Emerald Square Mall or something. Yeah, it was one of the ones that like wasn't in my hometown, but it was like right. kind of yeah. But this dude ate these. They they the pro the problem wasn't the fact that he brought like a dinner with him of cheeseburgers. <laughs> Just the a problem bag was of burgers. whatever was on those cheeseburgers was so fragrant, and it was like just in my face the entire movie. And all like I smelled was like sauce. Like it was not good. Cheeseburgers. It sauce. was like bad. Oh. And I was like grossed out, and it was not a good time. And I still have distinct memories of the smell and the human being to my left who brought those two goddamn cheeseburgers into rush he hour. He was directly two. next to you. Yeah, he was like, he was like, hey, you want to rub elbows while I shove down this burger, dude? And I'm like, that's this is gonna, I'm gonna talk about this in like 15 years on a podcast or whatever. Here we are. Uh, Yeah, here we are. So this is part two. Anyway, God, I wish I had some popcorn (laughs) right now. I'm glad we got that out of our system. Uh, Uh, This is not Mount Shasty. Right in with your worst movie-going experience. Yeah, tell us what the film was, tell us what happened, and tell us why it was bad. And uh, Scones, do you want to kick off? So, so last week, last previously on Monday Morning Macabre, we talked about Mount Shasta. A mountain in California that has a lot of secrets and uh, myths around it. A lot of Ryan Seacrests. Uh, the big one being that a ancient like subrace of humans who are more advanced than us called the Lemurians. Yeah. Secretly have a city under this mountain and have all kinds of futuristic technology and mystical abilities and psionic abilities and crazy stuff like that. The Nintendo 65 is down there, dude. If you want to learn more, check out last week's episode of Monday, Monday Macabre. Monday number, Morning Macabre. I don't even know what episode number it we're It doesn't on. matter. We've made like 400 episodes. 
That's crazy. Uh, we dude. haven't done four hundred. We're like episodes, a successful done... sitcom, dude. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We get paid a million dollars an episode. Wow, just like friends. Million dollars. Four hundred million dollars. I'm gonna throw it into a furnace, baby. Keep myself warm for a day or two. I like it hot. Many more accounts. Oh, and again, we're we're reading from <laughs> journalnews.com.ph. A uh, cla- article, classic. Article written by a user called People's Tonight. <laughs> so you know this is legit. This so is you big know this primary. is history, dude. Yeah. <laughs> if you were thinking about going to a museum, stop. Stop. Save your money. We got you. Stop. Don't touch me there. This also, they have weird ads of like uh, <laughs> old man t-shirts. Like, old man like boomer jokes on like medieval style shirts (laughs) including a medieval like tunic with animal from the muppets on it and i'm here for it but uh damn dude that's pretty that's pretty sick i gotta give it to him there lightinthebox.com they're like anyway i figured out the two two interests that will combine perfectly which is older men who love medieval tunics and animal from the muppets it's incredible Pretty well, I can't even read what it says. It says, I am something unsupervised. I am something, Groot. Many more accounts concerning the purported Lemurian civilization of Mount Shasta would surface over the years. Yeah. In May 22nd, 1932 edition of the Los Angeles Times, there appears the odd account of a Mr. Edward Lancer who had been passing Mount Shasta on a train when he claimed to have been the uh, seen the whole southern side of the mountain blaze to life with brilliant, almost blinding, strange reddish green illumination, that would be fucking terrifying. So he's blazing up on the south side of the mountain, dude. Yeah, he's 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 ripping. Pow is fresh, sun's out, <laughs> skiing's bitching. Hell yeah! When he asked the train conductor what it was that he had seen, he was assured that it had been the work of the Lemurians. The perplexed Lancer later went to investigate the strange light further and reportedly asked locals from the area's town about what he had seen, to which they replied that there was a mysterious community of people living within the mountain Damn. who were known to perform rituals in the early mornings and the evenings, which made use of strange sources of brilliant light that could have explained his sightings. So it's just like a sick party that the Lemurians are doing. That, yeah, that like no one else is invited to. Pretty much, just a like sick it. laser light show. It's their, it's their Burning Man, and they're just like they're just doing smoking peyote. some jazz <laughs> cigarettes and doing laser shows. Yeah, <laughs> they're like, "Yo, bro, watch this shit, boy!" And it's just like the entire mountain fucking lights <laughs> dude, up. Dude, stop! Humans are gonna like, find us. <laughs> We're subterranean for a reason, bro. <laughs> Get back in here. <laughs> this ceremony was allegedly known as the ceremony of adoration to Guatama. With Gautama supposedly being the Lemurian word for America and the ceremony celebrating their ancestors' arrival on the continent after their own had tragically been swallowed beneath the waves. Damn. So if you don't remember from last week, Lemurians yeah, were supposedly on a continent between India and Madagascar, explaining why there's lemurs in India, I guess, is what it called, said. And that's it was why, called Indigascar. Which is why Lemurians, lemurs... Weird thing to name them after, but yeah. And then it <laughs> went full Atlantis and got swallowed up. Yeah, then Chris Rock played a zebra in a movie. 
It was sick. It was and they sick. They made a hippo hella thick. <laughs> It was just like, I learned something about myself. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because, how did that come up the other day? Gloria <laughs> the, the Hippo, hippo came up. Uh, what were you we talking I'm about? I'm impressed you even know the name. Oh, of course I do. <laughs> Can you name all of the Madagascar animals? Uh, let's go. It's Gloria. It's <laughs> Let's go. Uh, let's go. Uh, King All right. Julian, it's uh, <laughs> Alex the Lion. Okay. Oh, what's the giraffe's name? I don't know. That's it. Damn. All yeah, right, Alex, well, Gloria, King Julian. Sorry, everybody. I let you down. <laughs> You're never gonna make it in the big, in the big, uh, big leagues. <laughs> in the big zoos. You're never gonna get to the New York Zoo, baby. It was explained that these ceremonies use extremely bright sources of mysterious light, which were known to light up the whole side of the mountain. The locals also said that the Lemurians were known to come down from their secretive mountain realm into town from time to time. Towering. <laughs> this guy's going off, dude. Period. Odd-looking folk clad in their white robes and barefoot who would buy huge amounts of sulfur, salt, and lard, which they would always pay for in gold nuggets that far exceeded the value of the merchandise. Hell yeah. So the locals are, they're not even hiding. They're just coming down. Yeah, they're just like, hey, what's up, robes. homie? They're like, you want some nugs? And then they're like, just bro, like, hit this shit. What Lancer made known his intentions to go up the mountain and find these Lemurians and the source of light he had seen, Lancer lamented that the local officials and ranchers freely ridiculed my avowed trek into the sacred precincts, assuring me that an entrance was as difficult and forbidden as an entrance into Tibet. Which I didn't know Tibet Wait, was that is that hard a hard to thing? To, I was going to say, I didn't know that either. I mean, I've never been there. Now I know why. <laughs> oh, man. I've been trying, and I just can't find the door. His hopes forever, uh, forever finding the city dashed. Lancer seemingly gave up on his quest and it is unknown what exactly it became to him or whether he finally found what he was searching for or merely faded into obscurity. Mm. In June 27th, 1940, uh, in addition of the Mount Shasta Herald, William Bridge Cook wrote of a Professor Edward L. Larkin of the Mount Lowe Observatory, who claimed to have observed the mystical city at great length through his telescope on several occasions. So he's just peeping. Yeah, he's like, what's going on in there? Can I let can I look? Also, crazy good telescope if you can see through a mountain. True. Yeah, that's uh that's might be an x-ray. Larkin had allegedly discovered the city by accident as he was calibrating Mr. his Larkin's here. I know she knows who I am. <laughs> anyway. Larkin had allegedly discovered the city by accident. As he was calibrating his telescope and spied something shining anomalously on the mountain. Finding this to be peculiar, peculiar. Sorry, everybody, my vocal warm ups did not do me justice. Mommy made me munch my MMs. Red leather, yellow leather. <laughs> Finding this to be peculiar. Oh, oh my God. Yo, oh boy, this is the, this is the final boss over. of the That Monday word wins, <laughs> dude. That word wins. Peculiar. He then hey. focused on the object and found it to be an enormous Oriental-style temple, which he described as a marvelous work of carved marble and onyx, rivaling in architecture, splendor, and magnificence of the temples of Yucatan. 
So oh, one of my favorite peninsulas. You a big yucca guy? I'm a yucca potato and a Yucatan peninsula kind of guy. Wow. I'm cultured. See, what can I say? Listeners, when you go to when you try to get into the Tibetan door a couple times, you learn a thing or two. Even after like 400 episodes, people are still learning new stuff. Insightful, insightful. I put it all out on the court, you know. Yeah. I just I'm diving for the ball. I don't diving. care who's got it. I don't care if it's Tommy my own teammate. I'm trying to. I'm trying. Speaking of Tommy, I'm trying to get a Tommy uh, Hilfiger sponsorship. Uh, if you guys know any corporate representatives of Tommy Hilfiger, I'm. Uh, I'm trying I'm to get a Tommy John surgery sponsorship. I'm trying to get a surgery. I'm trying to get Tommy Hilfiger to do my yes. Tommy John surgery so that I can go to Tommy Pickles and tell him that I miss his show. Your tendons would come out more stylish than they've ever been. Dude, my tendies? Yum, yum, yum. Larkin would go on to claim to have seen <laughs> other temples yeah. in the mountainside as well, including one in the apparent Greek style decked out with magnificent shining white marble columns. Um... Can so you name the three the styles Greek. of Roman column? Or yes. Greek column? I don't know. Uh, uh, nasty style. <laughs> uh, goofy style. <laughs> yep. Yep, yep, yep. And uh, traditional. Oh, yeah, you were really close. Um, I mean, nasty style was right. <laughs> 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 then there's Ionic, and then there's Corinthian. <laughs> but you oh, got yeah. nasty style. <laughs> I remember using my finger skateboard in church and hearing of the word Corinthian. Yeah, well, so goofy style is when you eat a hot dog backwards with your left hand. <laughs> you eat it the wide uh, way? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you turn on your side and give it a big smile so you look goofy. Uh, that's goofy style. Uh, I, heard an, of, I heard an ahead. insult uh, a couple months ago that someone said that the person they were insulting, they said that they eat corn on the cob the long way. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I don't even know what that means. Scones, but it sounds so did somebody, hard. Were you the person in this story that was being insulted? <laughs> the way you phrased this was very much like, I have a friend who. <laughs> <laughs> so they were like, he eats corn on the cob the long way. And I was like, that's totally normal, right? <laughs> You're like, what do you mean? You, be, you eat corn on the cob. How stupid is that insult, everybody? Yeah, everybody. <laughs> uh, I don't know what they meant by that. I'm not insulted dude, at all. I wish I had some corn. That's coming up, dude. Corn on the cob season's fast approaching. Dude, we're going from corn beef to corn on the cob like in a week. Hell yeah. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I, it's a it's a corn on corn on corn, bro. Oh, cornbread, summer of cornbread. Shout out, uh, Ty Bone. Definitely does not listen. Cornbread. Definitely doesn't. But you know, maybe one day when we both die and he feels bad. <laughs> I have we have multiple friends, me and Darcy, that are like, I don't listen to your podcast at all, but I tell other people to listen. I was like, that's all I can ask that's, for. Hey, they, man, that's that's good friend right there. <laughs> that's. In addition, uh, I was going to say, also, sick brag about us having friends. All right. In addition I to mentioning the oh, opulent no, but... architecture, Larkin also claimed that the vicinity of the temples would often be beset by mysterious bright lights in the evening hours and claimed that the temples and lights were from the descendants of the Lemurian people. So these lights are pretty consistent across all these sightings that there's a sick light show somewhere going on. Yeah. He There's, said of these lights. What if displayed? it was a marshmallow concert? Ooh. They didn't think of that. Before they had to cram it into a Fortnite or whatever? 
Yeah, he's like, yo, I just got to do a show on the side of this mountain, Sha- Mount Shasta, real quick. Yo, gotta and go I- play for the Lemurians. They're paying in straight gold. <laughs> They're paying in future technology that lets me make even more synth beats. So, just a reminder: this is 1940, and he said, uh, "Larkin claim." Oh, sorry, Larkin said. Of the lights, their display of light far excels our modern electrical achievements. Ooh. And I am, for one, consumed with curiosity to know how these people can produce such amazing light effects. Huh. So this is like the like this is before is Tomorrowland, this... dude. <laughs> is there any chance this is some kind of like Aurora type deal? Aurora like, Dorealis, dude. Dude, the Aurora goofy style Alice. Listen, if there was some kind of natural phenomenon going on, I'm sure journalnews.com.ph would tell <laughs> us, all right? You're right. What was the you slash like sound guy or something like that? What's the guy? <laughs> it's like the uh, it, the user is. <laughs> this is important. People's Tonight. People's Tonight. It People's sounds like tonight would not a foreign tonight show title. Yeah, it does. <laughs> like they translated it over. <laughs> People's and tonight like, with Fallon the Jimmy. Hair the, yeah. <laughs> Make it as close as possible. Oh, oh God. I had to scroll up for People's Tonight and I lost my spot. Hold on. Just do a control F on electricity or light, whatever. You're talking about how it's way cooler to be electric back then. That it was pretty cool to be electric back then. It's electric. In an odd twist. Larkin then apparently became sidetracked by other work and was never Odd able twist. to locate the temples he had seen again. He's like, dude, there's a whole lost city with amazing I, yeah, technology, right. <laughs> but dude, I'm just swamped. <laughs> also, what a good PR move to be like, yeah, it was just like a, you know, it was an odd twist. I'm in the just, weeds, guys. <laughs> I was in it, and then I just stopped. It was just a real odd twist. The boss is busting my hump, dude. <laughs> it's tax season. I got to get that all in order. You know how that is. Um, Cook, for his part, then proceeds to spend most of the rest of the article trying to actively debunk the claim through the standpoint that it would have been physically impossible for Larkin to have seen what he claimed from his particular vantage point. But it is still a curious account, nevertheless. <laughs> okay, wait. So at curious, the very end, curious. we just throw in there like, oh, by the way, there's pretty good proof that this is all made up. I mean, it's but curious that we're he not going to focus on it. I'm curious now as to what's what is so tragically boring in his life that he would make up. This Dude, lie. I got bad news. Humans lie a lot. Ugh, it's like I, mostly but like, lies. But I don't lie that big. Do you know True. what I mean? Like I'm yeah, never he, coming he, coming well, to that's the, up we have to the bar. Media. Like, guys, there is a mountain near me, and they're like, first of all, no, there isn't. And I'm like, and there's lights <laughs> all over it, like dancing lights. I stuff saw that Lieber, man. But we have social media and the internet, so like our dopamine levels are already like so effed up that like we don't need to look for that anymore. Where we like have to go to a local bar and just spout nonsense because so just nothing matters. Some anywhere. kind of inter yeah, yeah yeah. It's just an existential crisis is what I'm trying to say. But like you know back then he was probably like oh I need to feel something so let me go to the bar and tell them about a sick LSD trip I took. Dude I'm and like I'm actually having speaking of existential. Crisis. Well, let's talk about it. I love it. I'm not gonna lie. This has nothing to do with this article, listeners. So, like, skip ahead or whatever. I don't care. I <laughs> have so much worry that eventually my job's not gonna matter because oh, because of chat. AI is getting so good. 
Uh, you know what's funny is yesterday I was trying to figure out how to stand up this environment I was working in. Did you? And I went to, I, I, I went to ChatGPT and I said, hey, how do I do this? And it just gave me a step-by-step, dead-on fucking specific-ass, like, every configuration thing I had to do to make it happen. I was like, this is crazy. Right, so eventually, will will we need anything? Um, Because can't yeah. you just put requirements into a chat GPT? And then... Yeah, but robots can't make podcasts, dude. Thank God. We're still here, baby. We're here, baby. We picked the right At least not without getting ticket. racist. Yeah, they eventually get racist. That's the uh, downfall of AI. <laughs> and white guys. <laughs> and, <laughs> <yeah>. and adult <laughs> men. And anything in 1955. We're not that different. Us in the machines. Us in those machinas. The Lemurians were also claimed to be an influence. Uh, no, sorry. Were also claimed to be able to influence their environment and to exhibit extraordinary architectural know-how. A 1962 edition of the Australian Flying Saucer Review, a great publication. Love it. Mentions in an article by Andrew Thomas the curious case of a forest fire in 1931, which ravaged much of the mountain yet was kept from advancing by the appearance of a mysterious fog that halted the blaze in its tracks. In the aftermath of the fire, it was reportedly discovered that there was a perfectly clear and curved demarcation zone remaining between the charred earth and undamaged areas. It was said by locals that this was the work of the Lemurians protecting their domain through some unknown technological wizardry. Oh no. Likewise, it is said that their city and structures are impervious to the effects of the many earthquakes that ravage the region. Such is their architectural sick. skill, and perhaps even due to their allegedly abil- their alleged ability to control the earth itself. That's a sheesh for me, dog. That's one of those places where it's like, I can't believe there's locals. Like, people live there that it's just like, well, earthquake again. <laughs> yeah, there's like, geo. And Sorry. I get, like, obviously, like, there's costs and, like, limitations no, to people moving away change. from natural disasters. <laughs> but people will just keep moving to natural disaster areas. Yeah, they're like, yo, all right, where do you want to be? Right on the water on the coast where there's a bunch of tidal waves? Or, <laughs> or under the water. Go, there's this whole alley in the Midwest that we could live in with tornadoes. Or we could go to Earthquake City. We could be on some fault lines, babies. Yeah, we're hashtag blessed. Dude, don't fault the people. Fault the lines. You know what I mean? Dude, put it on a t-shirt. Print it. Phil, print get it. Print put, it on a, put it on a medieval tunic, and I'm in. Phil, print that on a medieval tunic ASAP. <laughs> oh, whoa. Phil. Is he okay? Yeah, I'm doing okay. Oh, that's good. It's I, just right printed, I printed it on a card. It's, well, oh, yes. That's a good idea. Much higher profit margin if we v- print all our stuff on cars instead of shirts. V6 or V8? Uh, V6. We're not looking at mm-hmm. higher profit margin again. Oh, listen to that bad boy purr. And it looks great with that slogan on the side. I don't even know what the slogan is at this point. Uh, don't blame people. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Phil. Um, yeah. These Lemurian people and their strange devices have long been seen in the area right up to the present, with sightings and accounts too numerous to list here. So don't ask. <laughs> Typically, they are seen walking along roads or even city streets of towns on Mount Shasta, only to apparent to suddenly disappear as if they were never there at all. 
presumably due to their psychic abilities, an uncanny expert knack for blending into their surroundings. Often, they're only glimpsed with the periphery of vision and elude any efforts to spot them straight on. They are sometimes known to appear to help farmers who have fallen on hard times. Using some sort of advanced agricultural techniques that revive the soil as if by magic. One account tells of a Lemurian woman who emerged from the forest in full view of a group of people and proceeded to lie down in the frigid water of Panther Springs for a full five minutes before silently getting back up and walking into the wilderness from whence she'd come. All the while dripping wet from the freezing water. Dripping. She was cooking. Sound like elves. Yeah. Um, actually... Elves are known to be. Um, hey, you said it best, brother. <laughs> you know, they're also. You know numerous. when you talk about people, and I, they like elves. I feel like I don't meet a lot of people like that nowadays. <laughs> well, let me tell Charles, you. Charles, are you something. living in some kind of land of elf fans? So my neighbor's name. You're never gonna believe this. Is Galadriel and Wow? Ooh, I know. And I'm like, wait a minute. You mean, and they're like, yup. <laughs> it's she us. the ring? Uh, that's the thing, is I was like, like her checking ring, her hands. the ring. But yeah, yeah, yeah no, no, she had like a mood ring, and it was red yes. for like, wow, this guy's really cool. I think he's awesome. Wow. <laughs> I think that's what it means. <laughs> so I'm just trying See, to play cool. someone watched Rings of Power. <laughs> <laughs> I watched Power thinking it was Rings of Power. Way different show. <laughs> Way different time. I was not. I was like, I was where's Sauron? Like, yeah, which I was like, wait, when, which one of these is Frodo? I, or his <laughs> grandfather? I don't, I don't know. There are also are numerous, <laughs> There are also numerous sightings of a strange boat, which is said to sail as far as the Aleutian Islands, and will approach shore only to suddenly hover in the air and make its way to Mount Shasta. That's hilarious. <laughs> it's like, oh shit! <laughs> yeah, it's like, Whoa. Bob Dagger, someone's here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just zips away. One old account even mentions a visit to San Francisco by a white-robed patriarch said to re- represent the Lemurian That's community. Typical, yeah, <laughs> classic white-robed patriarchy, dude. Who was joined by an entourage of younger men and actually supposedly met the city officials to bring a message of greetings and goodwill during World War One. Shout out the turtle. So a bunch of guys in white robes who were dodging the draft came to san francisco <laughs> bunch of shit we're like hope everything's good and they're like it's world war one <laughs> they're like dude mustard gas is everywhere tales of people actually entering the wondrous bejeweled lemurian city abound as well a dr m doriel which is a wonderful name that sounds like a fake name dr m doriel claimed that Hi. He- <laughs> i'm m doriel claimed that he had penetrated into the mountain lair of the Lemurians and saw what he described as an enormous cavern that was an astounding 20 miles long, 15 miles wide, and two miles high. That's but, a big cavern. That's a huge cavern. And he, I'm you no know architect. he measured it, right? Yeah. 20 miles long. That is like... I mean, sheesh. That's not possible. <laughs> <You know? laughs> it sounds fabricated almost. <laughs> that's bizarre that's like my hometown to boston like that's an insane mountain (laughs) if it wasn't for worldnews.ph journalnews.com.ph sorry sorry i wouldn't believe is Is that like the philippines philippines yeah 
Mm-hmm. Um, anyways, two miles high, which was illuminated by a gigantic blazing artificial sun right in its center. Classic. So, again, that's pretty persistent with other accounts, is that they have an artificial sun in there, which is how they survive while still being in a mountain. And doesn't burn away anything or is affects the earth in any no, way. No, it's artificial. <laughs> okay. It's full of preservatives. That means they've conquered nuclear fusion, right? <laughs> yeah. I don't know why they're still subterranean and they don't just take over the world. Oh, they could eliminate us. They, I mean, they have an artificial sun. They could just be like, hey, everyone's gone now because bing, bang, boom, sun is hot. Bing, bang, boom, sun is hot. Sun is hey, hot. bing, bang, <laughs> boom, sun is hot. When the sun and the artificial sun is hot. Yet another account Mungo mentions Jerry. a man who fell asleep on the mountain, only to be awakened by a Lemurian who then brought him to a magnificent city paved with gold. One Why? of the strange because <laughs> he had some so, sick drugs. Check this shit out. <laughs> he took some sick drugs beforehand. Yeah. <laughs> One of the strangest stories of finding an underground city within Mount Shasta comes from a 1904 account which first appeared in the 1934 edition of the Stockton Record concerning a J.C. Brown, a British prospector who had come to the mountain with the Lord Cowdery Mining Company to prospect for gold. During this expedition, Brown allegedly stumbled across a tunnel in the hillside which led down into the darkness below the mountain. The prospector decided to venture into the opening and found that it stretched several miles into the murk and ended in a complex room full of ornate statues, crystals, shields, and gold and copper plates. There was also an enigmatic and extravagantly decorated burial chamber containing at least 27 mummies that were described as being between 6'6 to 10 feet in height. Yo, that's the whole NBA squad down there. Why are they doing being mummified? Should have been hooping. (laughs) Yeah, should have been hooping. Also... I don't believe anyone from 1904. Why? I'm, I would be straight up. They, don't, they barely had pockets. That you're gonna tell me that they know all about like underground societies? Like I don't, I don't fucking trust you. Like how the fuck coming after their pockets, ladies? Well, and for, for for real, like you guys barely understand how to put a pocket in a coat. Oh, they don't know anything about anything. And so, but now you just know about the Lemurians. Yeah, right. They were like, I have tuberculosis. And they were like, do this cocaine. Right. And (laughs) and I'm supposed to believe you? Do cocaine and let these leeches devour you. (laughs) That'll help your lungs. And then find a bunch of mummies in a basement. That's sick. Who all should have been hooping? Hooping. This discovery was touted by Brown as being one of... (laughs) That's what I think of every time I see anyone told now is Terry Rozier. (laughs) 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 Tweeting. Osama was tall as hell. Should have been. Oh, let me try and find it so I do it justice. I think we've talked about this before. I think we have too, but it's so funny. But we talk about it all the time. It's one of the best tweets of all time, I think. So I'm assuming everyone of the listeners know who Osama (laughs) bin Laden was, and that you might not know, but he was pretty tall. He was like 6'6. And (laughs) Terry Rozier in May 1st, 2011, tweeted. Osama should have should have hooped instead of trying to kill people because he's tall as hell. <laughs> it's so good. It's so it's a, good. It's a great tweet. It will age perfectly forever. Yep, forever. <laughs> Can't go wrong. 
The discovery was touted by Brown as being one of the most exciting archaeological finds of the century, and eventually an expedition led by John C. Root and comprised of 80 members was brought together to further explore the tunnels based on these claims. So we're, we're checking. We're like, that's a pretty crazy story. We got 80 people that are going to go check this out. Yeah. However, on June 19th, 1934, the day the exploration was set to set out from Stockton, California, J.C. Brown did not show up. And in fact, he was never seen again. That boy pieced. It is a remarkable story to be sure, but seems highly suspicious since the find yeah. was made allegedly in 1904, yet the story was not made public until 1934. What happened in the intervening three decades? Although more modern explorers have from time to time claimed to have found J.C. Brown's mysterious underground complex, its locations, indeed, whether it Hold on, this sentence is hella crazy. Although more modern explorers have from time to time claimed to have found J.C. Brown's mysterious underground complex, its locations, indeed whether it ever even really existed, uh, remains a total mystery. I don't think that's... Anyway. That's that's that PH coming into play. <laughs> Who are these alleged Lemurians? Survivors of a long-lost continent? Aliens? Interdimensional beings? A bunch of hippies camped out in the wilderness? Nothing at all? Is there any <laughs> truth w whatsoever to these accounts? Who knows? What we do know is that Mount Shasta has long been surrounded by myth and legend, an imposing and majestic peak that commands attention and draws strange tales to it. Perhaps this is all just rumors and myth, but it is not hard to imagine that the place dwells in some hazy realm between one realm, between our realm and the next. Sheesh. More like Mount Shishta. So Dars... I think we got to go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's, uh, I got nothing to do. My dream is to just become a billionaire and then we follow up oh, every yeah. single episode would be we've awesome. ever done. I've got no responsibilities, so I'm in. Yeah, well, that's what the billionaire is. That's what the money pays True. for, baby. That's why you get the mammy. You get the robots. The robot mammies. Chat GPT, more like chat watch my kids, am I right? <laughs> watch these Ks, baby. <laughs> Chat D E E Z, dude. W T K. Watch these kids. <laughs> um, well, you know, as much as I think this story is probably a bit uh, embellished mm -hmm. by people who barely had pockets and rode horses, I, I think do it's real. think. Yeah, I was gonna say I do think it's all real. <laughs> it's, so it is kind of crazy that. What we've talked about, like, in this article, it kind of spans basically just 1900 to, like, the 40s. Yeah. And it is a little crazy that with everything going on there at the time, that this was at all anyone's focus. And that <laughs> it is consistent sightings, which, of course, maybe they've heard of it, like, heard it Yeah, it from could just be a, a tail passed down but or whatever. But if not, like, uh, that lighting thing is pretty crazy, unless it yeah. is, like, some kind of... Maybe just like Tesla was chilling there. Ooh, Elon you know? like was born there. Oh, Elon was there, and he was like, "Ha ha ha ha, let's ha, ha. make this." Yeah. I am bald at this point. Ha ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> this is before the surgery. Ha ha ha. Ha ha ha. Um, shout out Elon. Shout out <laughs> if SpaceX you want to invest. <laughs> shout out SpaceX. Shout out Elon. Shout out Space Elon. Um, 
<clears throat> yeah, that's uh, that is always the thing is when you've got multiple corroborating stories where you're like, okay, there may be something here, or just everyone was like, hey, let's play a funny prank. <laughs> it's like so, like something's happening. Yeah, is it a race of people from Atlantis who board into the side of a mountain and create an artificial sun? Who all should have been hooping, apparently? Should have had mummies hooping in the basement? Maybe. But who's to say? Scones, at the end of the day, what is life? Life is nothing but a series of moments, you know? Right in. Right in. Right in. What is life? What is life? (laughs) Um, Thanks for listening, everybody. Check us out. M.M. Macabre Pod. M.M. Macabre Pod on Twitter. Monday Morning Macabre on Instagram. MondayMorningMacabre.com for your merch and Patreon and all that jazz. And if you're feeling extra, extra, uh, whole season, here is uh, my bank account number, routing number. No, I'm going to give them my checking account and routing number. Good. Please (laughs) Uh, write it down. Use Inc. 604B. Beep, boop, boop. Dot com. Uh, so send oh, money directly it. to I that. I got it written down right <laughs> uh, And besides that, I love you all more than you know. Have a great Monday. Goodbye. Bye.